Hello, everyone. Welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. I am your host, Sydney Chalamone, and today I have a new installment with Saver Girls, Saver World. As you go, as you guys know, they are a program that is built for helping young African American girls, you know, getting into the world and you know the best way that they can, and just providing them with the tools on how to be the great women that we are. So, I want to introduce you both to Miss Leah Lucas and Zaria Murphy. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Of course. So I want you guys to like both give like a little bit of like a debriefing about your, about yourself. So for once, my listeners know like whose voice is whose and like for two. So like just my listeners can get to know you and like who you are. So Zaria, why don't we start with you? Okay. So hi, everyone. My name is Zaria Murphy. I'm a graduating senior from the illustrious Bennett College, which is an all-women's HBCU in North Carolina. Um, I major in business administration with a minor in entrepreneurship. Um, I currently own my own business, which is Satin Skin Co., which is a skincare business dedicated to Black women or women of color, um, really dedicated to dealing with um, acne and just any type of skin problems. And I also serve as as the Society of Financial Education and Professional Development um, Ambassador for Bennett College as well, where I educate students on campus and in the community around about financial literacy um, around any different topics. Um, And a little bit else about me, I serve as the White House Initiative Scholar for the 2021-2022 school year for Bennett College. Um, And as well as I am Save a Girl, Save a World CCO um, intern, where we are promoting and educating young women um, in college and high school about about um, starting a business and how to really develop your business. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Snaps. <laughs> Love. Snaps. <laughs> <laughs> and Leo, how about you? Um, hi everyone. Super excited to be here. My name is Leah Lucas. I am a junior at UNCG, well, University of North Carolina at Greensboro, Um, of course, located in North Carolina, majoring in business administration with a concentration in business studies, still working on picking up my minor, trying to decide between entrepreneurship and business studies, but it will be one of those two. Um, I am also and ambassador for CCO. I just started this year. So I'm really enjoying being a mentee, just learning and connecting and networking with everyone. I am also an interface trader currently, well, just recently just got my certification in that. So I am super excited for what 2022 has in store. And I'm also in the process of launching my nonprofit organization. And in the future, I am looking to launch a franchise. So just wanted to create a franchise that is dedicated to servicing our local communities. But that's just a little bit about me. Oh, and I also have to shout out, I am a dog mom. (laughs) (laughs) My baby, my baby spicy. So yes, that is my life. (laughs) Oh, love. So thank you guys both for joining me today. You guys have amazing lives that I can't wait to dissect today. And so I'm really proud that you both are able to come and join me. And today, you guys, we're going to be mostly talking about, you know, financial literacy. As Leah was talking about, she's more into the investment part of that and, you know, like how people do that and like trading. And, you know, I want to get you guys to know, like, how financial literacy kind of like works is, you know, a lot of people, especially my age, you know, don't really know much about that because I'm kind of sitting here scratching my head like, 
taxes, like <laughs> car payments. What is a car? Payment? You know, like just things like that. So maybe we can get a little bit into there. But before I do that, I want to know how you both are. You know, you guys mentioned how Zara is a CEO intern and Leah, you are an ambassador for CEO. So I want to know both of your stories and how you got a part of, you know, uh, Save a Girl, Save a World. So Zaria, why don't we start with you once again? Um, so my mentor that I got in high school that actually got me to attend Bennett College, she had she was a part of Save a Girl, Save a World while she was a um, college student. And so she was doing her, um, she was still a part of it after graduating. And so she kind of motivated me and she said, join it. Um, we can work together. You can meet different people. And I actually went on a trip in 2019 to Atlanta. And that was the first time me kind of meeting everyone, me interacting with different people from different colleges, HBCUs around. And I just fell in love with it. I love the energy. I love what Ms. Gill was giving. Um, I just loved all the support. And then I also got a mentor that was actually from my institution. So I really love working with her and, you know, meeting new people. And I was able to go travel different places, meet different people. And it was just a bonding moment. So I just kind of stuck around and kept doing things. And I joined CCO um, in, I believe it was 2020 during the summer. And that's how I ended up starting my business and getting established within um, Save a Girl, Save a World. And then after, after that program, I ended up becoming an intern. So that's kind of just how I stuck around for the last, you know, two years. Lovely. Yeah. And, you know, like, just you guys know, I went through the CEO program as well a couple, I think, last year, last yeah. March. And, you know, like, you guys, the stuff that I learned, yeah. if you are looking to, you know, become an entrepreneur, own your own business, you know, I really, really highly, highly recommend these classes. You know, it's just like a prerequisite into knowing how to become like a businesswoman, you know, like figuring out the ropes and things like that. So please, I encourage you guys, if you're interested, join that. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So Leah, how about you? How did you get associated with She CEO and like Save Girls, Save the World and becoming their one of their ambassadors? So um, just a little bit about how I got into it. Actually, one of my business partners within Intraday Trading, um, she is an intern for She CEO. So she just called me one day like, hey, like I have an awesome program that I think that you would really enjoy and it just went from there. I just filled out an application and I became acquainted with the program. And honestly, it was something that A, I was a little bit hesitant to do because I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so many things going on, mm -hmm. but I actually really enjoyed it. And I actually look forward to sticking with it and also telling more um, women of color about this program because as you were saying like I, I do think it is a great program to be in if you are looking into business or entrepreneurship or overall just leadership skills um, so I've definitely learned so much since I've been involved in February. Yeah and again I'm really excited to see what 2020 brings for you and you know you wanted to start your own um you said you're on franchise soon, you know, just like getting into things like that. And again, I believe that GCEO will definitely lead you in that direction. So love that. <laughs> so Zara, I think we'll go back to you again. I want you know, you know to kind of get into like teaching my listeners what financial literacy is, you know, like how can people start getting into that realm? And, you know, like, why do you think it's important that, you know, especially in Black communities that they know what financial literacy is and like stuff like that? <laughs> So financial literacy, like the basic definition is just understanding how money works. 
because money is uh, is like a game. It's, you can play it in different ways. There's different ways to maneuver with money and ways to even develop your money to invest it and get get money back. So you can become a millionaire in thirty. You can become a million. You can become a millionaire at the age of thirty if you're just investing or you're saving your money. So there's different ways that money is going to work for itself, and you can just sit there and relax. And when time comes, you're 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 happy and living life. Absolutely. And um, what else did you say? I'm sorry. Just like how, like, why do you think this important that you know maybe black communities know that you know? Uh, wow, I said you know like five times just now. One sec. Um, <laughs> Just, you know, like how Black communities can get into financial literacy and why you think it is important that they know like about it. So I think that it's important for Black communities to understand and to to really learn about financial literacy is because we are trying to build generational wealth. And the best way to build generational wealth is by using financial literacy, is by using credit, is by using investing, is by using bonds, 401ks to really develop yourself and use the money over time to, like I said, work for itself. You don't want, you don't want to be working and the money working you. You want the learning to work itself. You want to be relaxing. You want it to be worthwhile and fun when you get the money and not kind of like a stressful thing. And so for the Black community, I think the easiest thing is to use YouTube. There's so many different programs. There's so many different people. Google, you can find different programs like the program that I'm in, Society of Financial Education and um, Professional Development. That is a program for college students. If you're looking to be an ambassador or to learn about financial literacy and teach the community around you, they educate, they have so many different programs. And as well as Instagram and Facebook, they host so many different lives. And they have different programs where you can join and just learn about it. So there's different networks that you can use that you use every single day that it, it would be worthwhile just looking in, understanding those, um, those simple things like credit or investing into stocks or trading. So there's different ways that it won't take too much time, um, too much time of your day to kind of do. Absolutely. You know, like, especially going into, you know, like, looking that kind of step up, like even my podcast would be a resource, you know, like after this episode, you know, people have a place you want to learn about financial literacy. Not too long ago, I had, I think he was like eight and he's over here. He has his own bus bringing (laughs) kids on to talk about financial literacy. And I'm like, wow, you knew knew how to do that at eight years old. At eight years old, I was like kind of worried about what dress I was wearing to a party, you know? (laughs) So like, it's just like resources like that. And again, just like looking it up and finding out because we are exposed to something amazing called Google and you know like at our day and age where we can look that kind of stuff up so yeah definitely and that's like a great segue into you know my like my next part about you know how Leah like how you got into you know investment and into like financial literacy so how did you get into that kind of realm um I would say that my journey started officially in April of 2020. So as I'm sure everybody, that date rings a bell of the pandemic. <laughs> um, that's literally, was, that's like the time that I started my podcast, which is really funny. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like also during that time, that time was just so influential because people were starting to lose jobs. So it was just like, okay, what can I do to make extra money that I don't have to necessarily go into a workplace. And that's kind of where it came from. So at the time I was working at Olive Garden and one of my coworkers, she has started trading and she was just a person that I always trusted. And I'm like, okay, like 
I know who she is. I know what she's about. If she can do it, I can do it too. So I just um, basically from that time, I went head first, dive right in, and I just committed to really um, understanding and learning the world of trading. With that being said, it has been two years. So one thing that I would want for people to know, especially about trading, but investments in general, it does take time. And the amount of time, effort that you, the amount, uh, <laughs> the amount of time and effort that you put into it, it is going to um, be dependent on your results. So a lot of people, I feel like they want um, fast results with things that they really have not worked for. And it's just like, life does not work like that. So mm-hmm. I think that's also just going more into financial literacy. Like you guys were saying, like, we live in the peak of technology. We can Google anything. We can YouTube anything. So I think it is very important that we do use our resources to just learn more about what it is out here that we can do um, to make our money work for us, like Zario was saying. So, yes, that's how I got started. (laughs) I've always heard that, you know, the best, the fastest place to get somewhere is slowly. And that kind of goes into what you're saying, Leah, about how, you know, doing the work to get there with the person I just had on before you guys, we were talking about scholarships and she was just saying, you know, doing the work to get there and, you know, like doing all this stuff now, you know, trying to get into college for free and, you know, getting these scholarships and things like that, you know, it's that kind of process. So it's kind of like, you know, doing what you can now, the work that you have to do to, you know, get into financial literacy and making sure that your money does work for you. So, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) And more based off of that, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but I know it's going around now where it's like, do the work now while we're young so that in our 30s and 40s and 50s, like we can truly relax and have a true peace of mind. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I'm not trying to be working while I'm 50. <laughs> I, I want to be good. A, <laughs> my family. Like, I, I just want to really relax in the next 20 to 30 years. So, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> like, no, I'm retiring. I'm retiring. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but thank you both, Leah and Zari, for joining me in this sec- first segment of the podcast. I've having a wonderful time just learning about your stories, you know, financial literacy and how people can get into that. So thank you both so much. And t- thank you to my listeners. And we'll be right back after this break. Hey, this is Sydney Cherlinet, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that'll be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that'll talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Welcome back, everyone. Again, I'm here with Ms. Leah Lucas and Zaria Murphy, just talking about financial literacy and why is it important that we know what it is and how it works and just like how our money can work for us and everything in that kind of realm. So, Zaria, let's pick it back up with you. So what made you, you know, get into the realm of financial literacy? And like you just mentioned that you have your own business called Satin Skin Co. So how do you use financial literacy to, you know, in that business or like how was that birth from there? So take a, tell us like that kind of story. So I actually got started into financial literacy when I was a freshman in college. And the reason why is because I was dealing with financial 
issues like financial aid. I didn't really have the money to cover college and it wasn't really something I was taught in high school. So it was always taught to, you know, go to college, apply to college, get into this college. And it's never really, you're not really taught about the financial literacy things or the financial aid things. So you're not really knowing what you're getting into, how much you're paying for school sometimes, how much it's covering. And so I was dealing with all that through um, my freshman, freshman year. And so I started just going to presentations from my, um, my peers about financial literacy from the SFE and PD program. And I just really enjoyed it. It helped me really figure out how I wanted to develop myself. So I really started getting my credit. I started my credit freshman year and I just kind of built, built that over time. And I started getting into new things. And so that's how I kind of got started into the program and I joined in went into just learning different things, um, went to presentations, we're hearing from different people about investments, about credit, about just budgeting and about stocks. And so it was a lot of crypto and, you know, different things that I was really interested in. And it's like, I'm trying to learn about these things. I'm pretty sure my peers don't know about these things. So this is something that we need to educate people on. And now it's something that's in programs or in schools that's, um, and laws now in different states like North Carolina that financial literacy is being taught in schools. So this is something that is very crucial if we're really telling students and kids to really, you know, get this education, go to college because after we go to college, we're gonna be dealing with this finance things. We're gonna be dealing with this debt and we're gonna to have to pay that back on top of trying to deal with our careers. And so that's kind of how I got started and how I'm applying it to my business is I don't want to pay for my business. I don't want to put, I already put so much money into my business. And so learning about financial literacy, you learn about grants, you learn about different programs that help you get money, pitch competitions, just like we had at Save a Girl, Save a World. It's like, there's so many different things. There's so many different areas that you can get money from like Target. They have so many accelerator programs that teach you about how, how to get your products in their store. And they give you money to you know, finance your business. There's different things like um, the Black Ambition, which is something that was ran by, um, I believe, Pharrell. And it was a program by, um, for HBCU students to, um, you know, get funding towards their business around like $10,000. And so these programs are here. These grants are here for you to get money towards your business for free. If you know how to talk about your business, you don't have to put too much money in. If you can, if you can show the work, they will give you the money for it. They'll invest into your business because they see it as an investment and you won't have to really worry about that finance thing. And you know, you can build your credit for your business. You can get credit cards, you can get debit cards for your business. There's so many different avenues you can take with your business, especially when you deal with your personal finance as well. Absolutely. And, you know, like, as you were saying, there's all these resources that we have that we yes. can to get there. You know, you're mentioning some things that I didn't know about. I'm like, hello. And, you know, I, I don't know why, like, it, it really raises the question as to why isn't financial literacy being taught in high schools and like maybe yeah. in middle school and just like, why are we letting our, you know, our young adults, because most people graduate at 18, like going out in the world and they know nothing about a credit score and they know nothing about, you know, owning a house or something like that. So I really, really think that's important to know about. So yeah, absolutely. And Leah, maybe this one can be for you. How did you, you know, we kind of talked about how you got into trade. So, and we were saying how there's like different identities of trade and, you know, like maybe we can get into that and some of the misconceptions about trade that people have. So why don't you take us down that road? Yeah. So um, as far as trading, there are identities of trading. So me, for instance, I know I mentioned earlier, I'm an intraday trader. 
which means I don't really hold my trays longer for like a day or two. Um, there's also scalping. That's more of like in and out, you finding your moves and yeah, you're in and out of the market. And then there's also swing trading. So people who swing trade, they can um, hold their trays for a couple of weeks. Um, it's all about, you have to, it's really important to find your trader identity because it also helps you with studying the markets more. So it's um, very essential to study the market because most of the time what happens in the past, you'll see it happen again in the future. And that's also why it's important going back into investments. You have to invest in your education. So I don't know anybody in their right mind who would just, you know, go head first into something without, okay, let me at least learn something about this new skill set first. So yes, that all ties back into what you're investing your money into. And then also, as people know, I feel like the new way right now is cryptocurrencies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> really at school, like all I hear, like, you know, I'll go to like some of my guy friends, I'll be like, so how are you guys doing? They're like, the stock market is doing great right now. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, that's what they're always, what they're talking about, like cryptocurrency. So like, definitely. Yeah, so um, the new wave is like cryptocurrency. So people that can invest in cryptocurrencies, fair warning though, it is important to know how to safely invest into those things. I would not yeah. recommend going to a gas station and putting your money into a machine and you think that you're buying crypto. One minute you think you are a millionaire, the next minute your entire money is drained. So don't do that. <laughs> Definitely learn how to safely invest. Um, you can also invest into the foreign exchange currency. So things like um, other countries' dollars, so like the Great British Pound, um, the Japanese Yang, certain things like that. You can just exchange those. Or you can invest into commodities like oil or gold. So there's a number of ways to invest. And again, that all goes back to like your trader identity, um, what you are comfortable risking, because everything has like a different risk factor. And that's also why it's very important to know what you are doing before <laughs> you dive into there and blow your entire savings. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like having those risks is like, that's kind of like the entrepreneurial factor. Like we go and like entrepreneurial risk, you know, to make these investments, yeah. you know, like do things that, you know, communities might need, you know, like as that risk, you know? And so maybe like you can give us a, a few tips for people that are wanting to get into the trades or, you know, trying to get a sense of themselves. What are a few like healthy steps that they can take, you know, like that isn't blowing their money down the water, you, like down the drain, you know? So like, what are a couple of tips are those? Step one, get a mentor. Um, mentorship is just so important because you'll have somebody to, it's not really about having somebody to hold your hand, but to guide you and kind of help you with preventing from making the same mistakes that they have made. Get a mentor and just really invest your time into education. Absolutely. Yeah. So I hope you guys have like absorbed all that. I keep forgetting to say this, but like have your notebook out. <laughs> Make sure you guys are taking notes of all these things, you know, just like finding more about financial literacy, about trade and things like that. You know, I think this is a really good segue into my next question about, you know, networking. You know, I think when it comes to trades, when it comes to financial literacy, like a lot of that has to go with like talking to other people. So maybe Zara, we can go back to you. Why do you think networking is really important? Like in this realm? Network is important in this realm because it's 
it's hard sometimes really getting to understand finance and really getting to understand financial literacy. So you need that guide. You need that help to really get you in that door or you need that help to really understand how to maneuver in this world. Because as a finance, you might be looking into a career in it, doing this full time as a job and as well as for yourself. And so when you're looking into that networking through LinkedIn and through these different professional um, sites and different things are a great way but I think networking for finance is a way to get you in the door. We love talking about finance. We're really educated on finance. So you can get you in the door to, you know, get ways to be a public speaker. You get paid for those things to educate people as well on financial literacy. You can be a speaker at a high school. And so networking these different things, if you're an educator, or if you're someone looking for those tips or you're looking for that education around financial literacy, it's just an email, a text, a DM, or a chat away. If you have a conversation, if you know someone that knows these things, most likely they're going to be willing to let you know this information. They're going to want to tell you this information because this is something they love. So you just have to ask and as well as educate yourself. Don't always be willing for someone to, to like hand you the information. They will guide you that way. And it's your job to kind of put that to the test and to put that to um, to your will to kind of do yourself. And so I think networking is good just to put yourself in the door and as well as show you different ways to um, maneuver in the finance world. Yeah, you know, I really think that segues back into like, you know, what we were talking about, like doing the work to get there, doing your research, yeah. like looking at the resources that you have open. So definitely. Leah, what would you say, you know, about networking? I know like Zara really hit the <laughs> you know, like, what do you think like networking is important, you know, especially for investments and trading? Um, really everything that Zaria said, and honestly, just understanding that network is strictly the main purpose of networking is to increase your value. And I think that it's very important that every person that you come across, you are feeding them into some way. So I always um, like to think of myself as a person I don't want to be that person that people dread picking up the phone for. Like, what is she going to ask me today? Like, I want to be the person where you can call me. We can have a conversation. I learned something from you. You learned something from me. And I think that's honestly the purpose of networking. And like Zaria said, you can get paid <laughs> for what you know, you know, just teaching other people um, about what you do, how you did it. Like you can honestly, that's another hustle. That's another bag. So I think it's also, that's also why it's super important to network because you never know who you may come across. The person that you meet today, it could be the person that sets up your future. So yeah, yeah definitely. And I think that, you know, me a year ago from today, I didn't know anything about stock. You know, <laughs> from then, like I've met people, you know, like Ian Michael Rock and, you know, uh, someone I had around about maybe like two months ago, just talking about what stocks was and like cryptocurrency and like, um, what's the other one called? It's like the imaginary pixel thing. I don't want to call it imaginary. Bitcoin? And NFT, and NFT. Yeah. And oh, just NFT. things like that. Okay, yeah. 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 It's kind of like, and these the people thing. are like my age and younger. So it's kind of like, if they know about this kind of stuff, I need to get, get with the times and I'm only 17. <laughs> You know, yeah. so it's kind of like learning that that growth, you know, like networking and why that's really important. So definitely. Yeah. And I think one good thing, I'm sorry, like one good. Thing is talking about financial literacy with your family. 
And it's not about just your personal finance. It's about speaking to your family as an adult or as a, as a young adult, a teen. Talking to your parents or talking to your kids about finance is the way to build finance. Do not be scared to talk about it and to let them know like, oh, these are the things that I have to pay or these are the things that my money goes towards. So, so they understand what finance is, what life is, what adulthood is as well. And so they know that, oh, I can maneuver in this role. And a good tip for adults, if you have teenagers or kids and you have credit, please put them as authorized users on your credit card because that will build their credit as well. So please use, find these tips to really help your kids at a young age build. So when they're 20, 21, they can just live life a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, like my mom's like sitting right here. That's where I was pointing to. I was like, mom, <laughs> you know, like get in this, you know, <laughs> but definitely I really think that again, that really ties back into networking, you know, like expanding your boundaries. You know, I like to call my grandma. She's like my financial advisor because like, she's getting so much. She's like, Sydney, never co-sign with anyone. Don't do this. I'm like, all right, got it. Yeah. You know, just like, so I do have that, you know, that community around me where people kind of know what they're doing with their money and like how they can support me and how we don't have to make the same generational mistakes, you know, just like really building that generational wealth and just like figuring out how we can use financial literacy in the best way possible. Yeah. Absolutely. I was actually reading an article about, you know, different things that we inherit from our parents. And one of those things was our relationship with money. And I just found that so interesting because, you know, when you think of inheritance, you're like, okay, my hair color, my eye color, but no, like, <laughs> how, how they look at money is more than likely the way that you're going to look at money. So that's also going along with maybe breaking um, generational curses and building generational wealth, having a positive relationship with um, money and credit. Because I know for a long time, I always thought like, let me stay away from credit. Credit is negative. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Debt. But yeah, just um, really taking the time to get educated, tapping in with people like Zaria, you know, it can take people a long way. <laughs> right. It really makes you think of that scene from White Chicks where they're like, credit card? ID? I'm so freaking bad. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> just brought that moment back to you. But um, thank you both for joining me. This has been a wonderful conversation. I hope my listeners yes. are getting educated on what uh, financial literacy is and trading and investing and why that is important for all of us. So b- before both of you guys go, why don't you share with my listeners how they can reach and follow you? Zara, we can start with you. Um, you can reach me through Instagram. My Instagram is sincerely underscore Zaria, Z-A-U-R-I-A. And as well as please link with me on LinkedIn if you're trying to get the professional development or you're trying to get professional networking. My name is Zaria Murphy, Z-A-U-R-I-A, and then Murphy, M-U-R-P-H-Y. Look me up, link with me, chat with me, and we can talk about different things, even doing presentations after school. So yeah. Absolutely. And Leah, how about you? Um, so you can actually reach me on Instagram and LinkedIn as well. My Instagram tag is Lele underscore Lucas, that's L-E-L-E underscore L-U-C-A-S. And then my LinkedIn tag is my whole government name, <laughs> Regine Lucas. So Leah is spelled L-E-E-A, Regine is R-E-G-I-N, and then Lucas. 
Yes, ma'am. Thank you guys both for joining me. And before my listeners go, if you guys are still in tune with who we are today and what we're talking about, I want you guys to I want to let you guys know about on April 21st, there's a campaign for the tobacco-free kid, and they're having a campaign about for the culture for HBCU listening tour. Uh, RSVP, I think it's the last day to RSVP is when this episode goes out on April 18th, 2022. And you can RSVP to Berlin at the Bur- the burnsbrothers.com. So that is Berlin. B-E-R-L-Y-N at T-H-E-B-U-R-N-S brothers.com. Please go RSVP for that. I think it's going to be an amazing segment. And it's offered like under Speak Up. You guys remember Miss Dinesha Clark I had on about a month ago and Sheila Coates just talking about that. And so it'll be hosting their own recruitment events on the following campuses for the next two weeks. So if you're at Bennett College from April 22nd through the 24th or at Clark Atlanta on April 26th, I highly encourage you guys go join those and be recruited for Save Girl, Save the World and Speak Up. Thank you both. Leah and Daria for joining me. This has been an amazing conversation. Again, just talking about financial literacy and why it is important that we know about it, especially in our own Black community. So just thank you both for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> of course. So again, thank you both and thank you to my listeners. And this is Perfect Timing. Hey, Jay, stay